Magic doesn't happen on its own, you know? We have to help that shit alone. Hi, everybody. We're back. It's Remy. Hi. It's, it's Bobby Rocks. We are here. Episode 61. Rem, what are we going to talk about today? All right. I feel like today, you know, guys, we're getting pretty deep on this thing. We've been going at it for a while, and um, I think there's been a lot of progression, especially from the first few weeks, first few episodes. I think today we're going to kind of deep dive on people who listen and watch us and feedback they've i think you're gonna caught that on camera my little oh yeah just feedback we've gotten from fans some you know just kind of spitballing on on some topics maybe some things you've seen or comments you've gotten and um just kind of spitballing that stuff yeah what i was gonna say is that i figured we've been we've been doing heavy episodes so why don't we just switch it up and why don't we kind of pay homage to the people who are paying attention to us either fans followers or people we've done episodes about Newcomers, old comers, all comers. So I think we can start. I think the last time I checked, 74 followers on Facebook, 19 followers on Twitter. So now we're pushing, what's that? It's pushing 100. Yeah. 11 followers on the, on the webpage itself and 11 followers on YouTube. So we're, we're well over 100 followers. Which is, I know, guys, this is going to seem silly because people yeah. are out there with numbers that are just incredibly higher than that. But, um, but I'm, understand. Fine, a I'm fine things. with what we got. And, I'm, you know, that's not our goal, at least not off the bat. Our goal isn't to do stuff like that. Our goal is to just organically grow. And, and the funny thing is, too, is like it has been that way. And people don't realize Bob does so much work for this thing. But, like, we don't tell people to listen. We don't no. push it on people. I've never, like, pushed it on my family and friends. I've had friends who found it. But to me, that just feels better. I like having the lower numbers initially because we've connected with these people. Yeah. You know, and, and that's loyal shit. You'll always remember your first hundred because it's going to mm -hmm. exponentially grow regardless. Um, and, you know, not stating our numbers. Our numbers are really good. We're really excited of where we're at. That's not indicative of where we're at overall. That's indicative of social media. And generally how social media works is, let's say you saw an article back in the day that had 10,000 likes. Yeah. That meant 5 million people read it. That's the amount of people who are active regarding it. You get 10%, 5% tops of all views. So take that in mind with the people following us on those platforms. Um, but our actual numbers that we have... They're beyond what I expected them to be at this point. Yeah, because if you add in everything we're doing, if you add in reels, reels, the XOP shorts that we put on YouTube, the both the the ten minute ones, and then hold the this, reels. Hold this number close, though. Don't. It, it uh, blows my mind. Yeah, yeah, we got commas. Did, did I tell you what I just figured out? Because I didn't, I didn't realize that I also had put reels out on the XOP page. Okay. On Facebook. Yeah. So I'm not even counting those. And those are numbers that I didn't I didn't see. Oh, and I was like, nice. oh, shit. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's cool. And it's cool that we're still at a point when we can literally talk to fans and say, what do you guys want? You know, what, what episodes have stood out to you? And what we really are hoping for <clears throat> hasn't happened yet, probably won't happen for a bit, is people to be like, can you address this? We want to be yeah. given episodes, not because we're lazy, but because we want to be able to tap into what you guys are all fucking with. Yeah, I think one one theme that's been kind of coming up when I talk to people is they say, 
Well, you know, it's for the generations, and we really like when you interview people, but you really haven't had... There's a lot of reasons why we haven't interviewed people in a while. And uh, schedules. Big uh, one, just, big one. Yeah, schedules for ourselves, schedules for the people we'd like to talk to. And making we'll, sure we have a really good set of... Yep. Like, we don't just take someone on to take them on. We want to make sure there's substance with the things we can ask them and say to them and bounce back and forth. And this is the first time we've done a check-in episode since... I mean, episode 20. I was going to say like halfway so 40 through. episodes ago. We yeah. haven't done a, like a, a check-in episode like this. I think it's fair. And that's one thing that we want to, at least for me, I want to talk about on this episode. I want to talk about like, we still have been using the episodes to lay a foundation for who we are in our opinions as a group of people. And artistically. Yeah. 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 And then from there, we can springboard. Then from there, we can have the themes. Then from there, we can work on these things. And when we have guests in, the guests have like a preconceived notion about what's going to go on. What's the structure of an episode going to be? What's a typical line of questioning if we don't forward them questions? And, you know, Bob figured that out because the first few interviews that we did without direction, the people were terrified. And we didn't realize that it was our job ahead of time to be like, oh, it's not just free form. Because a lot of people have stepped up with it, but we're not doing that to people anymore because that's not really fair. Like, I think the idea, and Bob came up with the idea of having structured questions and things like that really, really helps. Because having someone on who knows something and does something is fine. We're also looking forward to when you guys can ask us questions to ask these people. Yeah, and I have put it out there. I mean, I haven't really heard back from it, but I still, it, that's, that's not the point, guys. Like, the point is that I'm still going to put out the questions. I'm still going to put out those things because I do want to hear back from anybody and everybody. I don't care if it's good or bad. You yeah, know, we, we need it. We, we've even said we've even said early on, like, this is a safe space where people can have constructive feedback, and it's okay. People don't have to yell. People don't have to be self-righteous. It's just, it's just working its way through it. And, I, you know, it, it's going to sound confrontational, but I really, really want to interact with someone who doesn't agree with the stance we have. Not to attack at all, but to educate myself and to figure out, Oh, well, they're representing a certain number of the audience, too, with what they're feeling and seeing. Well, I think at some point in this episode, we are going to address one of the things we've talked about on an episode that I was very happy earlier this week I got feedback from. Yeah, that was cool, man. You hit me up about that. Um, not directly. I didn't get it. I found it while going down rabbit holes of just— Isn't that even better, yeah, though? It is, it is better. I love that. Like, when, I, yeah. when my site was big and stuff, sometimes I would be on a site reading something, and they would quote me, you know? And when you don't know it's there and find it, it's like— that's dope. Yeah. And maybe there's more of that out there. One is named Remy. This is Remy. The other, Bobby Rocks. Bobby Rocks here. Together, they take you on weekly journeys of life from the point of view of Xennials, or people born in the late 1970s to mid-1980s. Their aim is to give a voice to the voiceless. It's the Xennial Odyssey Podcast. Welcome to the Odyssey. So why don't you, um, that was huge, man. Why don't you tell that story, you know, preface, because, because listen, all credit to Bobby here. The episode in mention, he's going to say he fucking killed it. I wasn't as prepared as him, but I let that be known. Um, but yeah, he fucking killed it. So, and it all came full circle this week. All right. Do you want to just start with the first one? Yeah, yeah. For you, well, for you, yeah. And yeah. Put, put me down when, when I'm not. Okay. All right. So 
Rem's way down now. It's just uh, just me talking. If anybody remembers, we did an episode at this point. It probably was like a couple months ago, and that was on a book review of Generation Y, The Lost Generation. There were three authors, and uh, we did just our what we agreed with, what we disagreed with. Now, let me ask you, and I forget this, and I apologize. How did you find this? Jared Burrell, a high school friend of mine, had listened to the podcast. He emailed me. He said, hey, this is really cool. I really like what you guys are doing. He, he, um, he didn't know me like post high school well enough to know about Pat. And so there was a correspondence about Pat. Okay. And how he, he was, he found it really touching that like Pat, you know, our inspiration. Yes. And then in the middle of that correspondence, he said, Hey, I know this digital book that I think would be great. And so he sent it to me and I read it. Bob murdered that thing. He ate that thing like a fucking steak. And then when I was done and we were working on the episode, because there was going to be a little delay, I reached out to him again and I said, hey, be on the lookout. So I'm not entirely sure if these are people that he is friends with and that's how it got out to them. But the whole point Regardless. is, I was going down rabbit holes. Some of those rabbit holes are literally, we're having a problem with uh, having the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It's because I changed the, I changed the domain name so that messes with the RSS feed. So that's something I got to get fixed. So some every Technical now and then, talk, but every now and then I'm just doing like a Google search and I'm just seeing like all that. What comes out of that too, and something I do want to reach out to is there are other Zenial podcasts. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think that they are necessarily entirely like we we have a lot of commonality. Like we're all reminiscent. We all like to reminisce. We all long for like the past and stuff like that. But I think all one thing that I've picked up is we also focus on like more contemporary things. Yeah, and, like when a doc drops, we're on that shit when there's news. Yeah, and we, but we relate it back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and when I was doing that, like a, a big one that comes up is the Zenial Dome. That's, that's a name of a podcast that comes up over and over again. Other than that... Do you foresee any trouble for us? No. Even no. down the road, if we blew up, you don't see it being... No. Cool. Nope. I, that's a, that's a kudos to people our age though too. Like we're diverse. Yeah, we're not gonna we're, fucking. We're just, diverse. We're not picking each other apart like yeah. boomers. So when I was doing this searching, I came across an article. It was just titled "Generations." It was written by uh, Brian Newmeyer. I want to say oh, it's uh, Brian Newmeyer. The overall, it's from a blog, and the blog is uh, Kairos. Does that look at Kairos to you? Yeah, K A I R O S. Yes, Kairos. Brian Newmeyer, and he just he focuses on. This, this particular blog seems like it's about the book Gen Y. Okay. And so the first, the first one is like two different worlds. And they're talking about a different podcast, Zenial Odysseys. Uh, so so there's, there's that one. And then, no, that, wait, I'm going to read it. No, I think that is us. So they did multiple reviews on multiple days. So like right here, they, they said, uh, they posted about, they listened to the, they listened to the podcast and, they they focused on um like uh the accusations that wise are just millennials in denial, which we said and we did, but we also said it tongue in cheek. Yeah, I mean, we do a lot of that too. Yeah, though. and I also pointed out like Xennial to me is like it's not a real term, but I also it's got a better ring to it than like the millennial whatever you want to yeah, call it. I agree. Uh, but also it's 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 also tongue in cheek, like and I'm fine with that. So there were things like that. Um. And then uh, one of the authors, J.D. Cowan, he came, he came on this blog and he talked about the differences in generations, all that. But what really caught my eye was uh, this one, Rem. 
and I'll show you guys here further down. That's our logo. That's our logo, everyone. Who can, That's who, dope. And this is our first it. proper, yep. like, shout out. Yeah. And as you can see, they titled it Gen Y on the Xennial Odyssey. So they said the Gen Y essay collection co-authored by David V. Stewart, J.D. Cowan, and uh, Newmar, yeah. Brian, Brian Newmar was recently reviewed on the Xennial Odyssey podcast. They give us a listen, like, listen here if you want to hear it. It's cool that the hosts review the book, and it's good to know the word's getting out there. They thank us. And then there's a comment section. So they did but some- But the picture was they dope. Did some, it's yeah. like, this is legit. We just, yeah. got, we just got publicity. Thank you. Thank you, out. guys. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I did read the comments, and really the only criticism that came out of that was just who they used for their definitions of generations as opposed to who we used. Okay. And I go, okay. But the other takeaway I had, they loved when we were talking about the future, like Gen Z and Gen the Al end of the generation, Gen, Gen Alpha, and they they loved. They thought it was like hilarious, and they agreed. Like after you know Gen Alpha, it's like Gen nothing. Yeah. yeah. What else is left? We, we've gone through all the terminology. We've gone A to Z. Um. So yeah, that's cool though. It's it's those moments when you're yeah. like, because here's Bob's thing. Early on, Bob said to me, "Listen, I want us to find some books and websites and." companies that we can get the word out for in the hopes if we appreciate what they do they could reciprocate and it already happened yeah and so one kudos thing, to you bob and one thing thank you and one thing if again you guys see this because i'll put this out as a short which yeah, yeah. will be out next week but if you guys see that i would love to get your contact information and then we can just have a correspondence we can yeah, you guys network, can come on baby. here and we could just we could talk about it we could talk we could expand upon what you guys co-wrote together it, and, yeah, and it, our review of what you wrote. It would be awesome to have them on. It yeah. would be awesome to let them kind of spitball and us to, uh, but I mean that, and that's the other thing with my fingers crossed for that in the next year, our scope for guests yes. can widen. Cause there are definitely some people artistically I'd love to just sit and talk to, you know, um, especially people our age, because another thing I want to focus on there and we've already talked about him is a giving a kudos to Jared Burrell because he's the one who listens, and he's the one who referred this uh, this book to us. Hey, mega fan right there. Yeah, thank, and thank you, Jared. And and also, Jared reached out to me by Facebook Messenger uh, around the time that the memorial services for Steve Hayward, former guest of ours mm -hmm. who passed away, came on. He just was looking for some background because he saw like everyone kind of giving their memorials. And he was looking for background. He was talking to me about some things, and I told him some some things that were um intimate that i'm uh, no apologies everyone it's his it is uh yeah it's 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 somebody who i care a lot about who no longer will live, is living anymore and it's some of that stuff i wish he were here because he would give me the green light to talk about it but he's not yeah, and i'm we, not going to do you that you got to respect that so i told uh jared this and jared's takeaway was just like that is an it, it's an amazing story and you told it so well but thank but ultimately thank you because they were things that jared i think he lives in i think he lives in boston and he's a music, like he's a musician, classically trained like musician, oh, wow, and, nice. and, a, and a composer. Because one thing that came out of this, and I, and I hope you're okay with me sharing this, Jared, is uh, stuff like this makes us think of our own mortality. Of course. And he said one thing that he like the YouTube video I put together, and all the music that Steve Hayward put together for himself is a great like epitaph for his life. Yeah. And so he thinks about like so as a composer, like who's gonna hear? And I have he's he's let me, and I've gone onto his uh, Facebook page and I've listened to his composed music. Let me ask him something. As a composer, would you have any problem composing us a segue sound or musical cue? Just a question. I hope so. 
In fact, I may send this directly to Jared if that's because I mean, you know, we've we're trying to deal with local people and plug local people, and I love we're trying to grassroots it. And I loved, I just love to hear people's musical takes. I was Mm -hmm. just talking to him that we're we have to try to get his brother to do something too, because his brother's a great musician. At this point, we're just abducting him. Yeah, we're trying every week. Yeah, you're gonna see him like between us duct taped. Meanwhile, him and Jamie just want nothing yeah. to do with it. Yeah. No, no, I'm talking about my brother. We're, I know. We're going to have saying, him duct taped. The two people who won't come super, on that we The asked. super number one fan who, who won't come on. But it would be dope. <laughs> it would be dope if you could do us a little. We would love to have that. Just, yeah. Just a question. No worries if you can't. That's good. So that's that's a good segment. That should have you guys get your own standalone segment. We gave you a standalone episode. We tie you in there, Jeb, because you're the reason that I know about this writing by these guys. And I think it's pretty cool that they came that full they, circle. That they. That, you guys heard it, and you had your own kind of critiques on it, and I appreciate that. Thank you. I do appreciate that. Yeah, you guys are appreciated. Okay, so do you want to talk about a guest we're going to have on next week? Because um, this does relate to the getting our audience more active. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that that's this is more do, on you. Or do you want to do you want to jump off on something in between? Um, no. I mean, my thing is okay. So, so my hot take on the journey and and fans so far, I didn't think this was going to be as important to me as it is. Not that I wouldn't take it serious, mm. but that like it was going to be a high point of my weeks. You know, so for me, this thing has been healing. It's been a healing thing. If you listen to the episodes, me and Bob have gone through some shit. Mm-hmm. And we don't not share that. We share that with our, with our people. Because I, I think a trait of our people our age that we don't get enough credit for is how resilient we are. Yeah. How we can overcome adversity. And we're more open to vulnerability than the generations that came before us yes. with each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying this partly so relax, full-fledged millennials, without crumbling to pieces yeah. by showing your emotion. Well, yeah, that's the thing yeah. is we have to be like, tempered with it. Like we said, safe space, you know. Mm-hmm. But I've just there are things happening faster than I thought they would, and um, it, it's great. It's great to get those updates during the week, and it's great to realize that the little stones you're skipping upon the pond are having an impact on it, and people on the other side of it are seeing the ripples. No, I mean. I feel like, and, and you know, next week's guest is, is someone a little bit closer to you, so obviously going to mm-hmm. handle that. But, no, this week for us was, it, this is almost like, you, know, you remember half days in school? Yeah. Remember half day, and, like, you're excited because it's not a full day. I got to pick up my car in a little bit. There's some shit going on. So today is a little, like, dicey. Um, half day, like, high school, half day, like, middle school. I remember getting them in high school was the okay, best. Okay, okay, and when you're out before 11, yeah. Yeah, and it was like, they give them to you on a Wednesday, and it just felt like... But that's Great what, way to break up the week. Yeah, and it just made it feel. So I think for this week, this is just kind of a, um, an in-betweener, just kind of tossing out. But the main thing I want to say um, to viewers and listeners is thank you. You don't have mm-hmm. to. There are millions of, of different um, podcasts and places where you can go at any given time. So the fact that even five fucking people put aside hours to listen to you and I talk about stuff, is yep. it's awesome. And, and critique it and break it down. I. I'm humbled. That's what we're like, here for. Like yeah. I'm humbled. No, honestly. And and I'm excited now that I re-listen to the beginning of season one, which I do to humble myself every now and then, I can tell 
that it was two guys basically like figuring it the fuck out. Yeah, we were at the we were at the urn, but we weren't ghosting. Yeah. We were fucking up the clay and but it was never bad and we found what we wanted. We figured out where it was, where it's gonna go, and how we want ourselves betrayed and just yeah, what we're doing. I'm gonna bring it back to where you been. For a second. No, I wanted to bring up Pat too, because but, but this is this is a funny one. Do you remember the super fan? He was from mm-hmm. East East Taunton. Mm-hmm. So on uh, Where You Been, the college show that Pat had that we all we all joined with intern Kelly and Tony and really started to really have fun with it. And it became this, even though it was a hot mess, this really special thing. Yeah, it was a special dude. time in our lives. That show also had super fans. And one of them was, I believe, super fan Tim. Yeah. And he was from East Taunton, Every episode, he'd be, like, sending and comments. So we couldn't we couldn't have a phone line punched in on the air. That was because it was college radio. The, they were worried about FCC type of stuff because they didn't. we didn't have a dump button. We swore we were fucked. Yeah. That, that's really it. You know, FCC would just let Bridgewater State know there was this. This is what your fine Fines, is. Yep. And then we would just get all hellfire and brimstone memos. Pass, very aggressive memos. But anyway. Once we, uh, the, basically what we do, we play like an hour of music and then we come on and talk for like five, 10 minutes. Then we do the same thing. So during those um, hour long breaks, we would get guys like this guy, Super Fantastic. And so I remember once I played a song. I purposely was playing obscure stuff at that time. It was still dope music. It was yeah. stuff we all knew. The fucking station was dope. So, you know, when uh, in the studio, there would be a room where like three of us would sit and talk and there'd be a glass window where we could see Pat who was in the studio itself doing everything like messing with the soundboards and everything when the phone line rang a red light would would go on and would let us know because we couldn't hear and then through the glass you could see it on the phone and then pat looks at me and he's like gesturing me for coming in the room and so he goes it's the super fan he wants to talk to you and i'm like oh, okay and so that's when i became aware that people are actually listening yeah because he was like bobby rocks that song's collection was so fucking dope. And then he told me a story of where he was the first time he heard it like 25 years before. That's cool. And I'm just like, uh, thanks. Because <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't know what to say. Yeah, yeah, you'd never been met yeah. with that. Yeah. And so I kind of got something like that when I came across the article. And I saw the kind of the feedback that you guys talked about. I thought that was fucking badass. And, and, I, and I, can't, I can't reiterate enough how humbling it was. Circling back to Pat, because I've wanted to say this for a while and I forget. When, not if, but when me and Bob have a space to record that's proper. Not that this room isn't dope, but you know how I want it to look? I want it to look like the um, radio station. Well, I was thinking when we do Records, get, when we do get a dedicated space that we should use the background behind us as a way, like I would call it like a memento wall. So there would be references to Pat. Records. There would be references to just stuff away from where you've been for us. References to people, our generation. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that thought has crossed my mind. Like a rustic little musical cabin. But, yeah, no, it's, it's been awesome. And, you know, I think that in two years, I'll be saying I was listening back to this year and cringing still just because that's what you do as an artist and you want to evolve. And that's how you get better. I don't realize how much I say um until I listen, and I'm just like, oh, Jesus. And he doesn't know how, my, how many ums I cut out. Yeah, God bless you for I that. I don't cut them all, though. I want it to be at least somewhat. Like- yeah, make it organic, but... The idea here is just growth and continuing growth, and, and for you guys to realize you can literally talk to us about anything, reach out, give us topics, tell us we suck, tell us how to get better. If you guys um have people or are people within the demo, tell us like tell us that you want to tell your story. Guide us. Like guide us. Yeah, and like we'll interview you if you have a unique angle. Mm-hmm. And so, but just thank you to everyone. Thank you to you, Bob. You put in a ton of work. 
And the thing we always say to each other when we hit spurts is onward and upward, always. Yep. So the goal is to keep going and to just keep evolving. So thank you to the people who are patient with it. So now we can talk about the episode we're going to have on. So for anyone who doesn't know, because we haven't said it yet. So no one actually knows. So none of you know. Chris Flynn, he was on a recent episode that has recently gone live. I personally think all the people listened because they were waiting to hear his dog, Lincoln. Yeah, which I right. He was the right, best guest. Rightfully so, put him barking at the way end of the, of the episode. But anyway, there have been people who have reached out to me with follow-up questions about him and his finances, knowledge, by the knowledge about finances. Yeah. And so this is also a cool thing. He reached out to me. Now, he is a friend of mine in my personal life, but he reached out to me. He reached out to me all the time. But this time he was like, hey, when can I come back on the show? Like, I've, I've been thinking about stuff we didn't cover. There's stuff going on fi financially in the world around us that I want to address. And I've talked to him about finance. And Remy twice. has talked to him about that. He has, he has reached out to my friend Chris Flynn about financial advice, and he helped him pro bono. because And, and I know, like Rem said... You said that you were going to pay him. I never yeah, told yeah. him. I never told him that because I know him well enough to know that he wouldn't take it. Even like I asked him something, and I'm like, "I'll take you out for coffee, and we can talk about it." And he's like, well, "Why haven't you brought it up yet?" I'm like, "Dude, I don't have any money right now." And he's like, "Why the fuck do you think I want your money? Just ask me what you need to ask me." Yep. So, but he's what's great about him. I'll tell you this honestly, because I'm out of that loop of stuff. I'm terrible with shit. He makes it so matter of factly that it's really easy to grasp for anyone, and you will walk away from listening to him with knowledge that you didn't have and you'll be mm -hmm. like no shit yep. so yeah i think that and it's funny because his first episode specific he was like what are we going to talk for 10 minutes like i'm scared is this going to be good and we were like we have a feeling it will be and we once went for an hour and once we all started spitballing things it just flowed and i do think people in our age gap specifically do need help with shit right now because yep. everything's too expensive everything's fucked i'm looking for a place that i can't find so it's crazy out there. So I think it's um it's a good idea. It's a good time to have him on. My Plus, favorite, my favorite thing that came out of this is how many people were pissed off at the way banks work. Like yeah, finding banks. out the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, and so some people reached out to me, and I'm like, but that's how they've always worked. But they didn't know. And here's the thing: another thing that's great about having him on the Silicon bailout recently. Yeah, he he specifically wants to talk about Silicon Valley Bank. So so it's it's that's the other thing I hope happens with this is that people listening get shit. And by that, and Rem, you brought it up to me on the car ride up here. Specifically, what he wants to talk about is what Silicon Valley Bank was about, where it went wrong, what were the ripple effects, and what How is going to affect and us. What does that mean going down the road? Yeah. And he has talked to me about that stuff off air. I know it's going to be compelling and it's good stuff and it's educational and informative. So I can't wait till you guys get to have hear that conversation. But also, don't forget, it's never boring because it's us. Hey, hey, you know, hey. but that's the truth. Even if a subject seems dry, it's not going to be dry on the episode. It's just that's not how we function. This isn't this isn't a library, but we'll we'll give you books. Yeah, and and you know, as I get better with all this stuff, I'll keep the fuck ups in because 
Uh, did you did you see the reel that I released of all the technical difficulties? No. Oh yeah, I released. I'll share it to your page. It's, Please do. Yeah. So anyway, I, if for anyone else who hasn't seen that, I released it, and it was really just li literally last week's episode. All the things that went wrong, the fucking board went out. So, so it's I, a supercut. I love yeah. your supercut work. Is awesome. Yeah. So Remy gets revenge on me for giving him shit about hitting the microphone. Uh, we had the fucking cat we were dealing with in here. That was a fun, chaotic fuck. It was chaotic neutral. Which, by the way, is one of my favorite things, is when I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with the board. And you're just like, did the cat get it? <laughs> and that's, you know, that's the other thing. That's half the, he, dude, this might be a lot, but can you do a super cut of me umming? I can. Just do say, hey, Rem. We need to talk about this. Share it. It'll be um, 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 um. Yeah, I got no issues with that. All right. So as you guys can see, we take to the, the, re the reason that like when we, there's the reels of us messing with one another, it's because we have no, number one, we have no shame. It's yeah. fine. We're friends. That's what fucking yes. friends do. Yeah. That, that's, that's what people our age do. That's how we show that we care about one another. Balls. We fuck with one another. Yep. Yes. And we, add, and we. We make things funny at one another's expense. Yeah, but there's never, like, me and Bob... It's never malicious. It's... No, the only time that you and I, there was ever tension was the wrestling episode. I really feel that way. Oh, yeah. And the ride home, we didn't talk. Oh, yeah. But, but that's okay. He was going through shit. I was going through shit. But this just shows you that, And we were like, thawing out. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing, too, is, like, this just shows you... It like, always comes back to how fucking cold it was. How cold. Yeah, that was fucking yeah. ice block day. But I think that... um. That's that's half the fun too, is that we're friends first and foremost, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and the fact that this has kind of become something more, dude, we're not gonna lie to you. We wanna quit our jobs down the road and do this and travel and just mm -hmm. we do. Are we there? No. Do I think we can get there? I do. Yeah, and I'm fine with it's not the way my life is, is I'm not someone who's like, again, a boomer. Yeah, a boomer mindset. By this time, you need to be this. Yeah, By no. this time, no. For me, it's as much enjoyable. The process is oh, as I much agree. is as much, if not all, of the reason that it's fucking enjoyable. Yeah. And on top of that, I truly feel like whatever our goals are for this thing, we will get there. It doesn't fucking matter when it we get there. You know, it's that we get there. And even this, like I said, we're we're you know, a couple years in, and we're far past where I thought we would be. And I'm excited about that growth. And then the thing is, once you hit numbers that are a little higher, they grow more. First thousand is a slow process. Yep. Once you hit a thousand, blah, 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 blah. Little, so. little insider for everybody. Once you hit those threshold numbers that Rem's talking about, whatever domain you use, doesn't matter if it's YouTube, doesn't matter if it's Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Start rating you They higher. start to change the algorithm so that you're more noticeable yeah. inside their their platform. Yeah, basically in Google, how it works is like, they'll start you out on page 10. Even if it's like your, like Xennial, you mm -hmm. might be page 10. But when you grow, you go to the top of the search. Just That's just how it works. Mm -hmm. So our growth is, and the other thing is if you grow too fast, Google's like, what the fuck are you doing? Because there are things me and Bob can do right now. Me and mm -hmm. Bob could pay a couple grand and have 100,000 hits. That's the reality of this world, whether people know it or not. With comments, with followers, that's not what we're doing. But I would, yeah, not, not just because I don't have that money, but just because I would rather just organically grow. Be it. with real people. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been a learning process. And I think that a lot of times during the week, what I like too is just kind of seeing what's up during the week and what's going to come of that week, you know? This week, me and Bob just like good weather. I'm like, what should we do? He's like, let's just kind of talk up the people and let them know we see them. That's right, everyone. It's April. It's April in Massachusetts, and we just had like 
three consecutive days in the upper <sighs> 70s to mid 80s. Like, like I'm still in. dressed like it's cold because I live in New England and it's been cold. But it's gorgeous now. It's fan-fucking-tastic. So, I mean, you know, dopamine's flowing. People are getting more positive. All over the country, people are going outside again. So, I think, you know, I think it's going to be a really good... I think this year, 2023 to the end, is going to be really good for us. I think it's going to be a good year creatively, but I also think there's going to be a lot of growth. So... Ready for the last segment of the of the episode? I am. So this ep- this segment is specifically about people that have reached out to me that are trying or they have their own podcasts and it's networking. And yeah, Bob's inspired a lot of motherfuckers. And one thing that's really cool about the feedback we've gotten, which again, thank you to everyone who's provided that feedback, is how professional this thing sounds. And I'm like. Oh man, if you just known all the stuff that just is a hair across my ass about, like uh, if I can't get out this background noise that if you're not listening on headphones you can't even hear it anyway. You'd like, be like, there, Bob would make the most minuscule changes yes. each time that would make it like. And I remember one time I offended Bob because I was like talking about like the hot ones and how they were better than us or something. And he's like, we sound just as good as them, and I'm like, I never mean sound. Sound, we sound like we've been doing this for ten years. It's fucking, we know how to limit the echo. And we also kind of know how to work our faces near the mic and around the mic now to an extent. But just the changes, man, like, because you, you would be like, upgrading this. And then, sure enough, within, you know, a week, you could tell the difference whether it was audio or whatever. But, like, this recent upgrade is fucking did, amazing. Did you, see, uh, did you see the most recent upgrade since then? Oh, what'd you add? I did new, uh, new cords, new cables. Good man. Yeah, I, I see. So I got those. These are, by the way, they're all copper. Yeah. So it really cuts down on any kind of interference or background noise. But that's the shit I mean. Yep. He's just, he's streamlined it into such a beautiful process. And yeah, no, professionally, man, I have to, I'm not worthy because it, it's, it's remarkable. So I want to, I want to give a shout out again. We've given a shout out before, but I want to give a shout out specifically to the Probably Wrong podcast. Uh, Mike Snellgrove, one of the hosts. He reached, he actually reached out to me this week. Yeah. And he was, so they do a part, their format is they have a camera. They rely on the audio from the camera. Sometimes you hear it like our, like the camera we're using right now where we're recording sound off of that. But what we do is we overdub what we record on the mixer into the video. And so you're hearing a treated sound like a post production sound because camera sounds, camera audio is really not that great. It's not, not where it should yeah, be. it's, it's going to pick up the echo that these microphones are not picking up. So he uses, he uses his setup just with the audio being recorded by the camera itself. So he was asking me about what kind of equipment to get. And we were getting really deep in, in that rabbit hole of a conversation. And what came out of it was at, at one point, like he, he basically was saying like, can I get a recorder? Maybe not this big, but can I get a recorder that I can plug into my computer hmm. or that I can plug into my camera and it 
takes over the audio interface, which the answer is yes. But then because we were talking about such like stuff in detail, it was like, I just need to see your setup. And I'm like, all right, that's fine. That's fine. We're, we're a little short on time today. He was going to come by today, but, and literally what's funny is he's like walking distance from yeah, where nice. we're recording right now, which I think is hilarious. Cause he was like, like, oh, you guys actually, oh God. Cause yeah. Cause you're my, yeah. We're in my mom's dining room. I don't, I don't care. She, yeah. she lets us use it. It's free. It's free. Bro. 2023. And it's, and it's free. So he's like, oh, is your mom still live like literally 10 houses down from like where I, I'm like, absolutely. She does. That's crazy. He's like, all right. And then he was going to come and he was going to see the, the DIY vocal booth that my brother Tim created for him when he's making music. Um, because unlike our setup, he actually made it out of PVC piping and that's cool and everything. And so I was like, yeah, if you're, you shouldn't have to sell out. I chose to sell all out for all this stuff. Like that was a choice I made. I, I'm not saying everybody should make that choice. And I made that choice once we were like probably eight to 10 months into this. Yeah. And I started being like, Oh, all right. All right. And so when he does, he maybe he comes on the show, maybe he doesn't. It, even if he doesn't, it my point is that I will actually sit with him and take the time to go over certain things. I'll go over the importance of treating treating a room, treating your your space. I'll go over that. I'll go over lighting. I'll go over how important lighting is. I'll go Just over the simple the simplest yep. shit too, like learning to cough away from the mic. Yep. How it's it is it is more important that you have set up that you've treated your area before you're recording than anything you do in post-production. Yeah. Like that's the, that's, and that cuts it all off. You could talk to sound engineers and they'll tell you the exact same thing. They're, they're like, what you do before you hit that record button matters more. And Ian from the wrestling episode was also inspired by you to start fucking around, yes. I think. Yeah. He, he turned a closet into his, uh, his like recording space, not just for him to do voiceover stuff, but his son is a singer. And so his son can go in there and know what it's like to hear himself, uh, without processing, without any edits, what, you know, what he can say, and I and I mean, his son is literally training to be a vocalist. Like, yeah, he does stage plays and shit. Yeah, and that was pretty. That's pretty cool when I see people get the itch that I had, and then they they start blowing up my phone with like, oh, I got this microphone, and I got this. What do you hey, think about this? Literally, I just created this space out of my closet and this one in my house, like that. And I'm like, whoa, it's cool though. It's people who see but, you doing it, and they're like, I think I might be able to do it, or at least want to try. But then it is also fan fucking tastic when you get to see people that are they get that bug that I got. And I look at it this way, too. A lot of stuff I learned from YouTube, people can see that. But even, like, uh, I think, like, the vibe I got from from that guy, Mike, was that, you know, he needs to, like, get lay hands on it. He needs to it, yeah. do all that. And it's I get kinesthetic. I get that, too. And I also say that's how I can pay it forward, the thanks for the people that made YouTube tutorials on even how to use the the Rode Procaster 2. I'm still shocked at how fast you mastered all this shit, man. I have to be honest. Yeah, well, you know, when you have a job that just causes you so much stress and anxiety and you're looking for escapes, this Perfect. came at the right time. You know, yeah, ser I'm looking serendipity. Forward to, yeah, yeah. Ser serendipity. I'm looking forward yeah. to when, because we did the music episode last week, and I'm thinking, man, I can't wait till I can make some music with you, with you doing the production. And the fantastic thing is we could do it on a show, and you could plug instruments into this. That would be dope, So man. we can have our microphones going, you can have instruments going, and then we could do, like, tutorial episodes about stuff like that and it still sticks with the theme of the show because again we're diying it yeah man this is it, it's garage punk band shit speaking of that i was listening to who was i listening to joy division yeah i was listening to them uh having a dark day this week no you know you know what's weird about joy division doesn't fuck you up it doesn't fuck me up but also 
I actually think they're one of the they're they're one of the archetypes for early emo. Oh yeah, of course. And, and, that whole early and, goth. And not all their stuff is like drudgy to me. Oh, that's fair. You know, like uh, Disorder, mm -hmm. which is the first song I ever heard from them. Oh no shit. Yeah, and that that's. Uh, Everything about that song is just amazing. The bass line, everything. I love you know, just you know, and then just you know, I've been waiting for someone to come and take me by the hand. Like, careful, you might get a strike. Oh, forget about that. Maybe, but I sang on the. Well, we sang we sang Solitude on the last episode. Oh yeah. So we get a strike for that. Whatever. Name it means nothing. My fortune is left. Now, my favorite song by them is the epitome of depression, Decades. Oh. The, uh, the closer to Closer, their second album. Yeah. Like that song played with like a harpsichord. Changes is another one where it's yeah. like, how the fuck did they make this? But then obviously, I mean, for anyone who's like, oh, uh, maybe I know Joy Division. Yes, you do. Love will tear us apart. Oh, love love I mean, will tear yeah. us apart. Just uh, one of the Again. most iconic songs of the last 45, 50 yeah, years. Just, I love, I, I, I yeah. emulate that singing style sometimes. It's just I, really great. And that's the song when I hear, because I really loved, uh, I really loved them and I forgot their name. Wow. Smith? No, no, no. Later, like like the 2000s. They were from, they're from Vegas. You know, somebody told me. From the, the Killers? Yes. Okay. So like when they, when they yeah use, the vocal style not just the vocal but when they incorporate like synthesizer yeah. into it it almost sounds like they're it actually sounds like they're, I wanna stand up. it actually sometimes I wanna sounds like they're ripping off the love you will tear you tear us apart you know you you don't you don't I wanna shine on in the hearts of men I wanna if I slowly, if I could if I could see it I would have shut it off bro slowly <laughs> lower me that would have been hilarious but I think yeah I think we're good for today. Yeah, we just I, wanted to come on, have a like a tweener episode where we check back in, give the thermostat of ourselves, give the thermostat of our interactions with you guys, let you guys know that we are paying attention and that we wholeheartedly appreciate that you're, you're letting us know. And please, please, if you would, share us. If you know people that would like it, man, we'd really appreciate that. It would help. And once I figure out the fucking internet for this house, this hellhole for, as far as internet goes... Uh, and I can hook my laptop in. We can start doing the video <laughs> interviews because it's like once I got the internet hooked up to the mixer, then it was like, oh fuck this. Yeah. No, that's not the password. Yeah, of course. And if right? it is, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna acknowledge it. No, check your email for an <laughs> update. But um, but yeah, man, thank you guys and thank you, Bob, for everything you've done. You deserve this. Oh shit! Oh, wow. I thought it was a clap. Wow. Oh, you're looking for the clap. Yeah. Oh. I'm looking for the clap. Now that deserves a record scratch. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Take care.